After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So, get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Well, good morning, Paul Swanson with you on the Fight Back Media Network Morning Report. And we've got a number of things today. Bunch of stuff. Hey, it's Friday. Let's try to play catch up with a number of things that are going on. Uh, and this is, well, Wisconsin, Wisconsin related, Wisconsin related. So that's okay. We can we can deal with that. Uh, I mentioned that uh, there is a special election for the. 7th Congressional District, Sean Duffy is retiring as of, or stepping down as of tomorrow, I believe, or maybe today. But anyway, um, there's also, uh, it was announced earlier this month, or maybe last month, that uh, Jim Sensenbrenner was going to be retiring uh, in 2021. So that leaves the 5th Congressional District open and up for um, an open election. And um, there's already a Republican who has thrown his hat into the ring. It is uh, Wisconsin State Senate Majority Leader Scott Fitzgerald, or better known as just Fitz. Uh, He is going to be, uh, he's in the running to replace retiring 42-year veteran Congressman Jim Sensenbrenner. Um, And... Fitz is making no bones about it. He is a big fan of Donald Trump. He's a conservative, and he's for working-class people. So uh, we would like to see that 
continue here in the state. Um, he, um, he is, uh, he's already put out some things uh, that are, uh, you know, platform items. Um, for his campaign, uh, including right to work, $8 billion in tax relief, a property tax freeze for here in Wisconsin, a ban on partial birth, birth abortion. Uh, John Doe reform is a local, um, local issue here in the state of Wisconsin related to this, uh, the um, University of Wisconsin. And we can get into that at another date. Defunding of Planned Parenthood and a tuition freeze at the University of Wisconsin. Um, the challenge, like everything else that uh, the, the media is up playing up, is that the, it's not just a uh, battle for Cincinnati State, but seat, but also uh, for everything here in Wisconsin during the presidential election coming up next year. And of course, he's a, he's a tried and true Wisconsinite. He is an avid fan of the Packers, Badgers, Brewers, and the Bucks. So, um, Simpson, or, uh, Fitzgerald is um, as I'm trying to read the the article that was done here in Madison.com. Um, he seems like a, a no-nonsense type of guy. He wants to be on offense. He wants to make sure that things get done and get done properly. Uh, he uh, is not going to step down, as is the majority leader of the state of Wisconsin in the Senate here during his run for Congress, and he doesn't think that his run is going to interfere with uh, his activities or his job there in the, the uh, state senate. Uh, and of course, you know, the, uh, you know, the Democrats have autom or already come out and um, said that the voters, uh, this is Wisconsin Democratic Party Chairman Ben Wilker, or Wick, Wickler, Wickler, excuse me, Wickler, Ben Wickler, uh, says the voters in the 5th Congressional District and across Wisconsin are tired of career politicians like Scott Fitzgerald who are more interested in the next rung up the ladder and playing political games than getting things done. Well, you know what, um, Chairman Ben, I haven't seen anybody uh, putting up for Sensenbrenner seat or for that matter, for the seventh congressional seat. So, you know, you can name call all you want, but uh, you know that's not going to that, that that's not putting your you know ducks in a row and trying to get somebody who's actually what you say you want somebody to do things. Um, let's move on. That's just a brief. We will continue to update stuff on that. Um, freedom of speech. 
being able to speak your mind, having discussions, having conversations with people who may or may not agree with you is becoming more and more and increasingly a challenge, uh, not only in public, but on college campuses, uh, you know, throughout the, the United States. Here in University of Wisconsin-Madison, uh, you re may remember back in uh, 2016, Ben Shapiro came to speak, and uh, they, a group of protesters disrupted and shut down his speech. Ben's favorite, uh, well, his, his favorite little thing is facts don't care about your feelings. The speech was entitled Dismantling Safe Spaces. Facts don't care about your feelings. The... In following that, in 19 or in 2017, the Wisconsin Wisconsin Board of Regents approved a speech protection policy uh, following the incident with Ben Shapiro and other things across the country. Um, however, uh, a former regent, and this uh, this comes from the folks at Empower Wisconsin. Uh, say that uh, are, the, are these new policies which were put in place being followed not exactly according to a former regent. Um, you know, campus police in 2016 watched uh, as you know, the protesters disrupted Ben Shapiro's speech, but they uh, didn't do anything. They basically st uh, stood by and just watched. They were instructed not to stop the demonstrators. Um, this is a problem on college campuses and really everywhere, as we see you know, free speech being stifled, eliminated uh, on social media and other places. Um, you know, the, the way the um, free speech protection policy works or supposedly is supposed to work here at the University of Wisconsin is that the policy requires that those responsible for hindering the freedom of speech expression to be expelled from school after three violations. So kind of like the three strikes rule, you know, for uh, violent offenders and those within the court system, well, that's going to get you tossed from the University of Wisconsin. Um, however, Former UW Regent Tim Higgins asserts that Wisconsin's public universities have failed to follow up some of the very key details of these, this new policy that was enacted in 2017. Um, it, um, it is supposed to include orientation for freshmen and transfer students in uh, informing them regarding the uh, ability to uh, express freely your, uh, your ideas and everything. Um, and it also calls for all of the University of Wisconsin system campuses throughout the state. So all of the little uh, satellite universities and all are supposed to be following through with that as well. And according to former UW Regent Tim Higgins, this is not being done. Um, 
official from uh, University, uh, you know, University of Wisconsin-Madison has said that it has communicated this with all the students uh, since 2018. Uh, however, the pushback is coming from former legions and others who say that uh, too many of the university officials are simply going through the motions paying lip service uh, and not really endorsing truly free expression. You know, the uh, UW system schools are supposed to annually inform employees of the policy as well. And a uh, Dr. Duke Pesta, an associate professor of English at the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh, says that is not happening either. Uh, he states, I have had 10 years at this university and have never been notified of anything regarding free speech on campus. He says, continues, I do not, I don't think the students know about it. So um, this has been, um, they, they gave some lip service, basically uh, platitudes toward free speech on campus, but have not been um, actively pursuing that policy. We shall see how that goes. And it is Friday the 20th. Today is supposed to be the uh, the People's Climate March, and it's supposed to have students across the country uh, join, walk out of school, and join this People's Climate March to uh, demand immediate action by leaders of the government. According to Youth Climate action team our house is on fire let's act like it uh, this is something from the 16 year old swedish activist greta thunberg uh, who organizes strikes every friday in sweden and those those things are dubbed friday for future she's but she's not obviously doing uh, organizing any this week or these past probably month as she sailed over here from Sweden across the United or across the across the pond uh, to speak um, at Congress to one of the uh, congressional hearings of some sort uh, so I would I, I have I've, I've put out a query to see if uh, the local school had a big walkout or anything. I have not heard back from that. No. We're told that the, the uh, Milwaukee County or Milwaukee Public School System apparently is wanting to make sure that the students who want to strike are able to and um, who knows what that, I'm sure we'll see some follow-up on that today as far as the news as it goes through. Um, I think the, the bottom line on this whole thing is, hey, if kids get a chance to get out of, get out of class today without having, without having any penalties or anything other than maybe some stern reprimands from home, they're going to go. Whether they want to, they want to partake in the, the protests or not, or believe in it or not, 
I, hey, free day, uh, day off of school. Um, one of the issues about this particular date is the fact that the for some, whatever reason, and I'm just reading this from the Wisconsin Examiner, that the part of the Milwaukee Public School District's concern is that it's their third Friday count. This is the day that the schools in Wisconsin take attendance to determine how much funding they get. Uh, that day happens to fall on this strike day, so um, let's follow the money here and see what may happen as far as that goes. According to the Wisconsin Examiner, last year hundreds of people marched and rallied for climate action in Milwaukee as a part of the People's Climate March. Um, however, I have not seen or heard anything um, uh, any, any uh, changes here within the state. According to Ted Craig, a member of the Citizens Action of Wisconsin and the leader of the group's do, uh, Green New Deal issue team, says it's now time for Milwaukee to take a step toward a better future with local clean energy and local jobs. Of course it is. Um, we need Milwaukee to chart a path to 100% clean energy with jobs, a jobs plan that ensures economic benefits and help the economically depressed neighborhoods that need it most. Can you can you read and say more taxes? That's pretty much what that's going to be. But anyway, that covers a number of things here uh, on a Friday. I hope you have enjoyed this week. I know I certainly have, and we'll continue to follow up on a number of things here as we go. Um, again, please like and share the Fightback Media Network Morning Report with your family, friends, and other like-minded individuals who uh, would enjoy this. And again, thanks for listening. Please like and share, and we will talk with you all again real soon. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer... Cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So, get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com.